call is now being recorded. <laughs> We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. Two. One. Mark. Okay, so here we are, episode 22. We, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about uh, the D23 convention that just uh, just uh, ended. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con is just now starting. Um, yeah. And also, this is uh, the 10 Minutes from Hell podcast. We just jumped right in. We didn't, uh, we didn't even give a preamble. We just went right into it, um, which is fine. And uh, I'm Steve. He's Doug. We're yep. brothers, you know, we talk I've about wondered, garbage. I've wondered about that. It's like, do, does anybody actually listen to the podcast that that they don't know what they're listening to? Like, is that possible? Is that even a thing? Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play yeah. a random podcast. Oh, I wonder what this is. Oh, they <laughs> never said the title. I don't know what I'm listening to. <laughs> even though it's all over my phone right now, and I can actually see a picture of the podcast while I'm listening yeah. to it. Um and I can well, we see the description. Anyway. Yeah, we do it anyway. We do it. Um, <laughs> and you're absolutely right. So, uh, so yeah, this is uh, episode 22. Uh, we might as well call it uh, D23 episode 22. Uh, kind of sounds like a Star confusing. Wars robot. 22 D23. Did you just call a Star Wars robot? Oh my god! Oh, I'm that's sorry. Like, that's like that's like that's that's like that's like what an old person says. Although, I don't <laughs> although when the movie like before the movie like came out, even the actors were calling them robots. Like Mark Hamill yeah. was calling them robots. Harrison Ford was calling them robots. Like everyone called them robots, and it was only yeah. like the droid thing because that was you know after the movie came out, then you know George Lucas made a new word. Um, yeah, which we can we can thank him for that. That's a whole new well, word. I was, I was trying to avoid saying that word because we have to pay Lucasfilm every time we mention it. So that's like oh, ten that's cents. You've, you've said it. You've said it once. What? No, I don't know if that's true. Oh, oh that's no! I said cents. it again. Ah, oh, that again. <laughs> oh man. Nah, that's uh, not but, true. Uh, but I, it wouldn't surprise me. I know. <laughs> um. So a lot of stuff happened in D23, and we weren't there um, because, no. you know, nobody gave us any tickets or invited us or anything. Um, no. But uh, a lot of things happened. Uh, they revealed uh, or they showed the first uh, footage, kind of a trailer for Infinity War. Um, we're not going to see that for a while. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll probably show it again at Comic-Con coming up this oh, weekend. And then they, maybe... They have to. Yeah, then maybe it'll be online after that. They said it wasn't. we weren't going to have to wait that long. That's what they said. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I, re- I read the description of it. I won't go into details about it, but it sounds it sounds pretty amazing and pretty epic. Um, and we, uh, we predicted it. We talked about this on the last podcast. The Black Order is confirmed to be in Infinity War. Uh, they are yep. going to be the bad guys alongside uh, Super Baddie Thanos, and uh, from what it sounds like, it's going to be 
it's going to be pretty stellar. Um, so that's very exciting. Um, it was really funny when they were announcing that because they said we have four new additions to the Marvel Marvel Universe. And yeah. so many sites and people were saying, oh, they're going to announce the Fantastic Four. Like, I'm like, no, no, they're not. They, they really Why? aren't. <laughs> Why? Why would they like just like hold that in all this time? Like they you know, like just like oh by the way we got the Fantastic Four back. You know like we're not going to tell anybody and nobody's going to know and you know it's like whatever. Sometimes people are dumb. They really yeah. are. Like yeah, it's like seriously. And as soon as I saw the picture, the first thing I thought of was, oh, it's the Black Order. Because they're with Thanos, and it, and there was a, a sculpture with Thanos. So I'm like, well, of course, it's the Black Order, just like what we talked about. Um, right. So that's pretty neat. Uh, the other thing they revealed, and this is something I'm super excited about, and I don't know how it's going to all work, but they are uh, alongside the, the Star Wars park, which they revealed like a week ago. They had kind of a video walkthrough of it. Um, oh, which yeah. is not which is not accurate. I mean, you know, it had like you, when you watch the thing, it's like there's like six people walking around the park, you know, you know, in the model, <laughs> and it's like you let six people um, in at a time. <laughs> it's like yeah, you're not going to be able to see the ground, you know, you know, it's going to be completely mobbed with people all the time. But yeah. um, but it looked pretty neat. Um, but they revealed that uh, they're opening a hotel, a Star Wars hotel, which is mm-hmm. part of the resort, which will connect to the resort, and it will connect to Star Wars land, which is this Galaxy's Edge uh, is the name of it now. Um, but it's so incredible because you will have a 360-degree experience from the time you check in to the time you check out. So... They will have, this is so weird though, they will have a costume for you to put on, so you'll be like part of the I'm Star so Wars glad. universe. I'm so glad they did that, and you can't just have like Joe Bob and his overalls, like, yeah, hey, that would ruin it. it. Yeah, that would, that would ruin it. So you, you get to wear the clothes, um, yeah. and I'm assuming the clothes are going to be pretty nondescript. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking they're not going to put a whole lot of money into these clothes. No. That you know, they're going to be like um, robes or something. I mean, just sort of like farmer. You know, yeah, I'm thinking. Look. I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. Or is it either that or just like just like basic pants and shirt, kind of like a Star Trek crew member or something. You know, that kind of look to it. Yeah. Um, I think somebody's going to have to wash all that stuff. You're going to have to wear other... Yeah, I don't know. That, no, that's weird. Now I'm thinking about that. Now I'm kind of grossed out by the idea <laughs> that I'm wearing somebody else's clothes. Maybe they'll make you uh, they'll purchase wash them. them. Yeah. yeah. Well, hotels... This is going to be like they, they, a thousand they, they dollars a person. Yeah, when hotels so they I'm wash sure they the can sheets. Throw yeah. I mean, it's like a, um, like a $900 a day or something like that. I'm, think, I'm sure oh they can throw away it's 50 gonna be, cents it's worth gonna of be fabric. Amazing. But anyway, aside from that, the clothes thing, okay, now I'm getting weirded <laughs> out by it. But <laughs> you're going to be in the clothes, and then you're going to be in the hotel, and it's there's not going to be any windows, like, to the outside. The only windows that they'll have, all you can see is space. So you're, like, yeah. in a ship. Which is really pretty cool. Like, that's pretty exciting. That's fun. Yeah. Um, and when you go to the park, 
And this is what they had talked about earlier, is that there's going to be a lot of interactive uh, opportunities in the park where it's going to have, like, uh, a certain amount of AI that it's it's going to, like, you know, from your badge or whatever, it's going to know who you are. It's going to know, you know, things about you. Um, and so this crazy thing is that, like, when you go on a ride, and, like, they have, like, a Millennium Falcon ride where you, like, uh, pilot the Millennium Falcon and there's like three of you and you all have a different you know role or whatever and I think you're with Chewbacca or whatever and uh, and then um, depending on how the ride goes like how well you do on the ride or maybe there's things that you can do to you know alter the ride as far as maybe doing something that's not as uh, good guy uh, ish maybe more on the side of like a bad guy kind of thing you know that you do um, if you do those kinds of things, that's going to affect your park experience as far as other characters interacting with you. Oh. So, if you so if you get on the bad list, which I'm assuming that can happen, yeah. then they will actually be able to know, to know that and the characters will interact with you in a different way than if you would have done a good thing. And this is crazy. You could get pursued by bounty hunters in the park. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> Where they will chase after you, you know, and follow you. And yeah. they can follow you back to your hotel. Nice. <laughs> so when you get back to your hotel, you might have a bounty hunter waiting for you. Like how I'm going to quit my job cool right now, this? and I'm going to go apply for a bounty hunter position in Florida. Because that, that would be just so much fun. Oh my gosh, it sounds so scary in a way, just the idea of the, this whole like Westworld kind of thing. Um, yeah. But it also sounds like so much fun. Oh my God, wow. how cool would that be? What a great weekend would that be? Like you're just like, it's like the ultimate like cowboys and Indians, you know, like playing like army or something. You know, like it's just like, this yeah. is the kind of entertainment that, is going to get people off their couch. Like if you yeah. provide these kinds of things, people will go. Like these are these are such cool ideas, and I know it's going to be super expensive, but I think I think it would be well worth it. Um, yeah. I wonder how that works if like you're in a family, like all three of you have different personalities or whatever. So like, how does that work? Like how do they how do they interact with all of you and like what I don't know. There's so many questions and there's like so many things that I I don't understand about it. But on the other hand, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm 100 percent into this thing. This sounds like I'm, the coolest yeah. thing ever. I mean, I'm sure Disney will work it out if if anybody can figure this sort of thing out. It's Disney. Oh, they've got it. They've got it all wrapped up. They know exactly yeah. what they're doing. Like this is this has been a long time coming, and they just haven't revealed anything. And you know, and now they're ready to start talking about it. They, the Imagineers, have been working on this for, I'm guessing, for years and years. Like this is something yeah. that's been like in a back hallway for a long time. That you know, like, oh, what project are you working on? Well, I can't talk about it. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll. You'll hear more about it, you know, in 2020. <laughs> right. It was probably so hush-hush, like nobody even knew about this top-secret thing. Um, but uh, I, I, I am just so excited about it. It just sounds so amazing. 
Um, and they're doing some other cool things at the, the Disney parks too. I saw they're they're actually they're opening what two rides in California. Yeah, uh, an, an Avengers ride and a, a Spider-Man oh, yeah. ride. And, and the then, Avengers and, ride is like a city, like a, like oh, a, is it? like a New York City kind of adventure, like where you interact with like characters and and stuff. I didn't see the um, ride descriptions. I didn't even know they had them. I just heard that they were they were coming to the park in California. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. That's gonna be like a like you're gonna interact with like Spider Man and Captain America and like all these different people. Um, yeah, that sounded really fun. Well, and then they announced in Orlando they're going to shut down, uh, I think, three rides that I know of. They're shutting down the Great Movie Ride, which, I mean, that was fun, but uh, yeah. I don't know. It wasn't yeah. that great. They're replacing no, that with, like, a, a Mickey Mouse 2D, 2.5D ride, where it's going to oh, yeah. look like it's 3D, but without the need for 3D glasses. I, I don't quite get it. Um, I don't think anybody does at this point until we actually see no. it, and then we'll understand. And they're shutting right. down the uh, the raceway in Tomorrowland, which yes. you know, I, I don't think that that's a huge loss. It's those little go karts that people would yeah. ride around. Um, and but they are replacing that with a Tron light cycle roller coaster. Yeah, which that's is pretty awesome. Gonna be, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's and then, fun. Epcot is losing the Ellen Energy Ride, which we didn't go on when we were there. I, I don't even know what that is. But that was a, uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, yep. Yeah, they're actually going to be able to put a Marvel ride in at Epcot, which is I'm pumped for. And it's it's going to be different. James Gunn has said it's different, completely different from the uh, Mission Breakout from California, because obviously Mission Breakout used the the ride mechanics from Tower of Terror and Tower of Terror is still at Orlando. So, and the energy, uh, be, the energy, well, the energy ride, the Ellen DeGeneres Ellen energy ride, it was a very, uh, passive, slow moving ride. That wasn't so much a ride as it was like, um, you were watching like a video but oh. the way that they, but the way that they did it, like where you were sitting, like you, you sat, like this is what, this is how I remember it. You were sitting like in like a theater, like it felt like you were sitting in a theater when it started. Yeah. And then as the ride moves, you actually like you realize that like you are all moving like on a track almost. Oh, so like wow. so like Ellen would be. What, you know, at first, she's just like a big video screen, and then as you're like moving through this thing, like there's like huge dioramas of dinosaurs, like where the oil came from, and and all the you know like it it's like it would be like a carousel of progress thing, sort of like the like carousel you're, progress, you're sitting, but you're moving. Yeah, but that was this. You're actually you were actually like on a track. Like, you were actually, like, moving around. It almost felt oh, like the stuff moving around you. That's the kind of a, a illusion it gave you, is that, like, the things were kind of, like, moving past you, but really you were the one that was moving, and you were moving past other stuff. Wow. Um, because you were all sitting, like, in a group, it, it gave a very strange sensation of, like, 
is the room moving or is the stuff moving? Like, I can't really tell how this is working exactly. And it wasn't until you were, like, in kind of a big, big environment, like, where the, you know, the scene was really large, and you could kind of look around and be like, oh, okay, I've been moving the whole time. Like, this is no. like that we moved into this area. Like, this area is not coming to us. We went to it, um, if that makes any sense. Um, I wonder if they're going to keep any of the same ride mechanics or if they're just going to gut the whole thing and it had some other new ride. Big. It had to have been a pretty big ride. So they have a lot of room. Um, but you're right, though. Huh. I don't know. You know, maybe maybe they will keep it more of a passive ride and not so much of a... Uh, Tower of Terror kind of, you know, thrill ride. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. They, they, they've got some amazing things going on in these parks, though, and it's it's uh, it's a lot to look forward to. And all this stuff is happening, like, in the next few years. Like, 2019 well, is when they're they're opening Galaxy's Edge. And I think the well, whole thing down these rides in, too. They're shutting these rides down, the three I just talked about, like, at the end of next month. I mean, it's it's quick. Yeah. They, they, they want to have, have all the, this stuff. I'm sure they really want these Star Wars parks to open uh, right at the end of this trilogy. Like, as soon as the last oh. one's released, that they're going to want to yeah. kind of have this huge, massive Star Wars push. Um, and then, oh, and then also they revealed uh, a new logo for uh, for Marvel, uh, the 10th anniversary um they're no, celebrating their tenth. Yeah, they're celebrating their tenth anniversary uh, next year um, for the movie. From when? From when the first movie started? Yeah. So yeah. 2008. So 2018 is going to be this Marvel Ten logo, um, which just kind of looks huh. like ten minutes or ten minutes from Hell thing. Um, it looks kind of oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but it's uh, but it's cool. It's a cool logo. I I like it. And um, I'll have to go look that up because I completely missed that. Yeah, that was on there. Lots and lots of news. I mean, like, so much news. We lost a couple of really cool people. We lost George Romero. Um, oh, yeah, that's red. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to... Created the zombie genre. I mean, he, yeah, he's like, responsible he for the, the Walking Dead. I mean, for how popular that has become. I mean, you think George about Romero it, started it all. Yeah, I mean, everything that we now, like, consider, like, zombie movies and whatever, like, the whole rules of zombie movies and all that kind of stuff, he he was the one that came up with the first idea. He was the one that came up with the idea that, like, when he, he was making Night of the Living Dead, first of all, he didn't think anybody was going to see it. He thought, you know, nobody's going to see this movie. <laughs> but, you know, I'm I'm totally into it. It's, it seems like a, you know, a fun idea this scary idea that, that, you know, people can come back from life and then eat you. And he, he thought that was a really cool thing. But as he was making the movie, he's like, you know what? I realize I have to have some rules here. Like this can't be like just a free for all. Like there has to be some kind of a thing, you know, uh, of how, you know, you can stop them or what their limitations are and that kind of thing. So he just came up with all that stuff on his own. The whole thing of getting shot in the head, you know, killing a zombie. That was yeah. his thing completely. 
Which is amazing because like everybody uses all of his rules to this day. Like, oh yeah, and it all started with that one movie. Um, yep. And the whole slow moving zombie thing, you know, like that was that was his whole thing. And um, you know, Night of the Living Dead is um, hard to watch. It's very you know low grade. You know, it's not great production value it's very slow moving um but it's like the zombies it's it's good yeah just like the zombies but it's it's good for what it was you know um i was taken to that movie at a very young age and we won't go into why uh but i was allowed <laughs> to see that movie at a drive in and i saw the first like 5 minutes and i fell asleep and even just seeing those first 5 minutes was enough to freak me out <laughs> like that was enough <laughs> to scare me it was creepy enough that it I knew that something very bad was happening in the first five minutes of that movie um I since have gone back and watched it and it's still creepy and it's still you know a good horror film um but Dawn of the Dead is the one that I saw uh as a person who could like understand it and I I saw it in high school and, and uh man that movie was incredible like it had me on the edge of my seat. I thought it was terrifying. Just the idea of being in a shopping mall with all these slow-moving zombies and trying to get from one place to another and trying to figure out how to get out and where you're going to get food and, I mean, all this kind of stuff. Just that whole feeling of, like, how do you survive something like this? And, um, and it's, I mean, it's not a great movie, um, but at the time, it was... The only one of that kind. Um, well, it's a classic. I mean, it's yeah. widely recognized as a classic these days. And then all the, you know, and all the copycats and stuff came out after that because it was so, it was so successful. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he really met, I mean, he really left a mark. I mean, if you want to leave a mark in, in film uh, yeah. or in your jo- in your genre, there's no pop culture in general. And, yeah. Everything. I mean, he's, Every he's made a huge show contribution everything. to pop culture. Yeah, it's amazing. So that's crazy um, how much how much he uh, he did uh, in the time he was here. Uh, Seventy seven years old. He wasn't very old. Um, the other person yeah. that we lost is uh, Martin Landau. Uh, Martin See, I'm Landau, not as familiar uh, with him. Yeah, he's great. He was a great actor, and and he was in North by Northwest. That was like one of his first things, and. He played the bad guy in that. Um, he's the one hanging off the uh, hanging off Mount Rushmore, you know, at the end, uh, the big uh, climax of the movie. Uh, um, but he was also after that he started getting work, and and one of the big things he got was Mission Impossible. So he was in the Mission Impossible oh, television great. series, um, yep. and he was great in that. Um, he was uh, he got an Oscar for Ed Wood. Um, for playing oh, Bella, Lug- right. Bella Lugosi, um, yeah, and he's really great in that. Um, yeah, he was he was solid all the time. Crimes and Misdemeanors, the Woody Allen movie. Oh man, such a good movie, and he is really good in it. Um, there's a uh, there's one there's one thing about Martin Landau that I remember um, that uh, when the first Mission Impossible movie came out, um, he wasn't in it. You know, they didn't have cameos of the other people. Um, yeah. But he uh, he went to the premiere 
and MTV was there, as they were for everything. And Kennedy, uh, one of the VJs, who I really didn't like at all. I thought she was super annoying. She was the one that had uh, glasses and long hair. She was really snarky and thought she was really funny and she was always sarcastic and, you know, whatever. She always thought that she was, you know, really, really witty and uh, clever. Um, and a lot of times she would come off as, like, really rude and just, you know, just really obnoxious. Um, yeah. And she was at this premiere of Mission Impossible and, you know, celebrities are coming and going and they're interviewing different people. And Martin Land, she came upon Martin Landau. Like, I'm sure they were in, like, a line, you know, a depressed line, you know, going down. And he started talking to her. And he's being nothing but respectful and kind, you know, just like, and she's like, oh, you know, it's good to see you here and everything. And he's like, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, and she's like, um are you in the movie? And he goes, no, no, I'm not in, I'm not in the movie. Um, and she goes, so what, what connection do you have with, with this? Like what, how, how are you connected to mission impossible? Like what, what, what do you, you know, what's your purpose for being here tonight? And he looked at her and he's like, <laughs> do you know what you're talking about? And he was like, I mean, you can see it. On YouTube. He's like, he's like, do you do any research at all? Like, do you know anything about what's going on right now? And she's like, well, I don't, what do you mean? You know, she's like, so you have something to do with this? And he's like, you know, I don't even, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Like, <laughs> like he was so pissed off that she was like, not know anything about what she was, you know, uh, supposed to be talking about at this premiere. Um, yeah. So I really liked him for that because he was just like, <laughs> done. he was like, "This is done. I'm not. I'm not talking to you anymore." <laughs> um, I mean, how insulting! You know, you're you're a person of a certain age. You're you know well respected. You, know, you show up at this thing and. And, you know, you were the one who was, like, the star of, like, one of the stars of, like, the TV show that this movie is based on. And then, you yeah. know, some little dipshit comes up and, you know, just, like, starts giving you a hard time about why you're there. It's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm done. We're not, we're not <laughs> talking anymore. <laughs> um, so that was awesome. So I, lo I love that about uh, Martin Landau. Um Oh, shoot, man. We don't have much time here. Let me see uh, no. anything else that we can talk about. Um, I saw a couple movies. Um, oh, what did you see? First of all, first of all, I saw, I got to see uh, Spider-Man Homecoming in 3D IMAX. Nice. Um, before, it, 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 I don't think you can watch it in 3D IMAX anymore. Honestly, it, it did not really offer anything new. Um, right. It was just as enjoyable in regular two dimensions. Like the only part that I was like, oh, this is cool, was when uh, Spider-Man was on top of the Washington Monument. That's, yep. that's what I said. That's it. That's the only that's thing. That's the only uh, the only part where yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, yeah, the rest of it, it was about whatever. So yeah, that was, uh, I noticed a few uh, other little things. And since it's been out for a while, I think we can, it's safe to spoil it. Um, yeah, it's fine. Which, uh, it's not even really that big of a, like spoiler stuff, but um, when the suit sees, uh, you know, when he's 
Spider-Man has or Peter has unlocked the training wheels program. And I kept trying to pay attention to, like, the heads-up display stuff. And so when they see Donald Glover's character, uh, it does come up on the side where it says Alias the Prowler, which I know some people... I saw that, too. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that, too. And um, and I know he had mentioned something about... They're they're listing through all of the uh, the equipment they have in the van. They said said something about anti-gravity, some sort of anti-gravity gauntlets or something. uh, He says climbers. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. climbers? And, 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 and that's that, yeah, that his entrance. Yep. And then uh, right. I also noticed that the uh, the principal at the high school, um, he's got a little, uh, or he's got a picture of a uh, character in, in like, oh, World War II yeah. garb. It's him. As well yeah, as some military medals and stuff. Yeah, it's the same guy who was in uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Apparently he's playing first his... Avenger great-grandson or, or something who's now yeah, principal at, at Peter's school. So I thought that was that was fun. Just that they, they threw that little detail in there. Yeah, he's um, a good but, yeah, but other than a lot of stuff. The, uh, the 3D wasn't wasn't anything to, to talk about. Uh, but I also got to see Valerian and the City of a Ooh. Thousand Planets. And uh, I, I don't know. I'm getting old, maybe. Yeah. You know, it's, if you saw... I mean, you've seen The Fifth Element, also directed by Luc Besson, and... Uh, yeah, I'm not a, not a fan. It, it's It's got that same sort of goofy, like, whimsical, you know, weird, cartoony aliens, and um, it's well done, except for the 3D. Oh, this is the worst 3D I have ever seen. Like, I was literally, I had to close one eye during a lot of the space sequences because I just sure. couldn't tell what was going on. It was so bad. It was yeah, absolutely garbage. Um, but I had no intention of seeing that movie, and so now you've just confirmed it. I'm yeah. Done. I mean, if if you like sci-fi, if you like Luke Besson, I would, I would just wait for a video because there's really nothing that great about it. There's some really imaginative sequences. Um there's some cool stuff, and I think Luke Besson does a good job with that. I'm probably mispronouncing his name several times over and over again. But nah, whatever, who cares? Uh, he's got he's good French. ideas. He just doesn't quite know how to make a cohesive movie. Um, and The Fifth Element had the advantage of having Bruce Willis, who's just, even in crap, he's a good actor. Yeah. And the two kids in this movie, uh, Dane and uh, uh, Clara, I, I I can't even remember their names. It sounds you're talking about people who aren't prepared at all for what they're talking about. <laughs> That's me right now. Um, they just they they weren't nearly as uh, engaging as uh, Bruce Willis ever was. The main guy, uh, Dane, whatever. Um, Don Dane. Yeah, he's got a real Keanu Reeves delivery. Like, oh, I was half expecting him to say, you know, whoa, at some point because it's. I mean, he's just kind of got that that doofy surfer guy sort of delivery, and oh, it just it's, it's terrible. It didn't work for the character. Uh, the girl was was better than him, but I mean, she she was okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I was. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of Fifth Element. I might be alone in that. I know a lot of people really <laughs> like that movie. Um, yeah. I I don't care for it. 
Um, I like singing I about it. I mean, Gary Oldman like was moments. great in it. Yeah, I like yeah. some moments of it, but on a whole, I just, I really didn't like it. Um, that's how I felt about this, too. There's there's moments that are good. There's some really, there's a really cool action sequence that I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Um, I'll just go ahead and ruin it, because I don't know if anybody cares. Uh, he's actually, they're trying to uh, get some object that's in another dimension. Yeah. And there's two dimensions, and another dimension laid on top of each other. And there's yeah. a, a way to, to go in between them. And he's able to only go partially into one dimension. And so there, it's kind of, it's, there's action happening layered on top of each other, two dimensions at the same time. And they're having this whole, like, action sequence. It, it was really imaginative and really interesting. I wish the whole movie could have been like that. Because that was, I was like, wow, that, I've never seen anything like this before. And then the rest of it's just sort of a, a dumb, goofy space opera, which might have been okay if we hadn't already had Guardians of the Galaxy. He's done it a thousand times better. So, right. Yeah. Wait for video if you if you have to see it. Well, that's something. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I saw any movies, but I did see some TV that I really like. Uh, Sneaky Pete on Amazon. Very good. I recommend that. Um, what is that about? Is that a? Uh, it's about it's about con men. Oh, okay. uh, it's got uh, Giovanni Ribisi is the is the star, and it's produced by uh, Brian Cranston. And he's got a he's got a good part in it. Um, oh. You don't really have to know any more than that. It's uh, it's very well done. Uh, it starts off a little slow. Um, but man, it gets, uh, it gets really good and you can watch the whole thing right now cause it's on Amazon. So that's a, oh, nice. that's a plus. Yeah. So you can just cruise right through it. I got it done in like a weekend. Um, what else did I see? Preacher has been amazing. I've been watching that every week. Uh, Twin Peaks is getting weirder and weirder and weirder. To the point where I'm almost ready to stop watching it, but I can't because uh, <laughs> I'm half. It's half. It's half done. Uh, David Lynch is unflinching in his uh, his vision. Like he will do anything for his vision, and he will not compromise it. And when you're watching the show, and it seems like okay. You know, the story's going along pretty well right now. He will go off on a tangent and follow some weird random character and have them go through some crazy, crazy stuff. And you're just like, what is going on in this show? This show is bananas. <laughs> like, no. it is. But that's his vision, and he doesn't compromise it, and he doesn't care. You know, it's like, you know what? Screw you. This is the way the show is going to be. If you don't like it, jump off now and, you know, don't watch it anymore. Um, but I'm close. <laughs> I'm close. Because <laughs> it's getting pretty freaking weird, and it has been weird. And, uh, yeah. But uh, huh. but if you're into Twin Peaks, man, it's it's following it just the same as the old show. And, and 
Man, it's bizarre though. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> what else? What else came back? Uh, the strain. The strain came back. The vampire uh, Del Toro, Guillermo Del Toro uh, show. Yeah. Um, which is in its final season. So this is your last chance to see that. Um, I think. I think season four. Did you uh, Did you see the preview for The Shape of Water, Del Toro's next movie? No. It's uh, very strange because, <laughs> I mean, you know, Del Toro's a little strange anyway, but it looks like a prequel to Hellboy. What? It, uh, it, it kind of looks like some sort of strange love story. It's got a real Pan's Labyrinth vibe to it. But okay. the main character in it is a, a sea man, sea creature, a fish guy that looks almost identical to uh, Abe Sapien from the Hellboy movies. And he's played by Doug oh, Jones. Weird. Oh, he's weird. A little, he's a little different, but he looks actually closer to the, uh, the designs, you know, the, the Mike Mignola designs of Abe Sapien than anything he did in the movies. But I'm like, is this, like, is this supposed to be a prequel? Is this like, is it related wow. in some sort of backwards way or back road way? I, I don't know. Go watch the trailer. It's called The Shape of Water. It looks uh, pretty interesting. I didn't even know that was happening. So thank you for yeah, letting just, me know about that. I'm going to check that out. I just, uh, I just, I think it just came out a day or two ago. Oh man, gosh! And of course, there's stuff. big, huge, uh, big, huge controversy right now because the BBC just cast a woman <laughs> as <laughs> yeah. the 13th Doctor, and people are mad. And I don't understand why. I wrote a whole little article about it on the website if you want to go check it out. I read but, that. That's uh, awesome. People are upset, and I don't. I guess I don't get it. I, I don't see where there is anything to be upset about. Especially look, look with that up. character. Yeah, well, look look that up uh, because uh, somebody put together the best uh, Twitter reactions from uh, uh, the news of that, and <laughs> it's amazing. They put them together and they use them as uh, titles for possible episodes in the next season. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, and one of them is uh, a TARDIS full of bras. Oh, my God. <laughs> somebody, somebody actually said, I don't want to see any TARDIS full of bras now. Um, yeah, because we which, saw the doctor's uh, underwear before. I mean, <laughs> I know. That's, yeah, it doesn't it's make any sense. No, it's completely ridiculous. These, these idiots get, get something legitimate to gripe about. This is ridiculous. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Science fiction show. I wish people would understand, like it said in your article, I wish people would understand the whole reason why they switch actors all the time. And it was it was something really simple. It was just that people didn't want to play those parts forever. And they found yeah. a way, just like the Simpsons, to continue to have their show go on forever, because yeah. because you can constantly just change them every five years. Boom, another actor, no explanation. Yep. 
don't need one. It's it is what it is. It's <laughs> he, yeah. he changes his looks and his appearances every time. Could be young, could be old. Who cares? Doesn't matter. And that's brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um. So and people, I, I mean, I fifty plus years later, people still have, have found things to gripe about. I just it, it doesn't make any sense because they don't understand. They don't get it. They don't understand yeah. it. Same with those those uh, robots. I call them robots. Uh, those uh, <laughs> what, are they, what are they what are they called? The the Daleks? Is that what they are? Those oh yeah, the, with yeah. The, the, the things that kind of look like a big garbage can. Yep. Yeah, it's a Dalek. Yep. And the, and the whole and I was reading about that. And the whole reason why they have the look that they did, it's because they had, didn't have any money. They just took. They're like, well, what can we use as a bad guy? We don't. We don't have any money. Oh, let's take this rubbish bin. Let's put a thing on top to make it look like it's kind of round on there, and then we'll put like a big gun on it, and that's and that's it. That's all that thing is. It's just a garbage can with a bunch of light bulbs on it, and that's it. That's all. That's the whole production of that bad guy. It's it's like. You know, people want to like make all this history about it, and it's like dum dums. They they didn't care. <laughs> there wasn't there wasn't any, any meetings about this. There was nothing. Nobody was talking about this at all. They were like, "We need a bad guy." You know, what are we going to use? How about that vacuum cleaner? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Can we make it a dog? Yeah, that'd be good. We'll just put a thing on the back of it. Oh, now it's a dog. <laughs> yeah. like, who cares? They didn't care. And everybody else is like so upset about this stuff. And the people who made the show, they didn't care. Then, they, they didn't even record the episodes. I mean, there's there's whole episodes. Of, yeah, they were played live. Of these seasons lost because they nobody had the foresight to think nobody's ever going to want to watch this again. We do it live and that's, and that's it. It's just like the show. It's just like the show that uh, our grandfather was on uh, on oh, yeah. local uh, local LA uh, television. He was in a science fiction show. He played like a like a Ming the Merciless kind of character on this show, and he was in you know I don't know like dozens of episodes of this thing. Nobody recorded it. No, <laughs> it's like we did find like. A recording, well, we found a couple partial of recording, yeah, yeah. But the actual shows, they didn't record them because they were just live and nobody cared. You know, they were yeah. just like, yeah, whatever. Nobody's watching this. A bunch of kids are, you know, watching this. You know, on their right before they have to go to work at the factory or whatever. <laughs> the little kids did then. <laughs> so they're they weren't they weren't thinking about it that you know seriously. Yeah. Um, just funny. All right. We got to wrap this up. Yep. Yeah. That's enough nerd talk for today. <laughs> so go visit the website, 10mfh.com. Visit us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find some of my stuff at Wugman Max. And Steve's stuff is at Dennis the Office Cobra. Uh, that's about it. Go watch uh, Dennis the Office Cobra a bunch of times. Yep. Season two is coming. It's coming. We're working on it. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Just don't know yet when or where. <laughs> <laughs> but it's happening. 
All right. Have a good time this week, everybody. We'll see you next time. See ya.